Hey, hey, ladies. I am back on the mic and I'm really excited to share this episode with you. I am, you know, as you know, I'm in the midst of reorganizing and restructuring so much in my life and my business and I'm on the verge of uh, busting out with a new program called the Cosmetics Youthful Glow System. I'm just it's going to be so good. And uh, in the vein of that, obviously, Cosmetics Youthful Glow System is about us looking younger, feeling fabulous, and having better skin. Um, I had the glorious opportunity to interview my personal esthetician. And uh, she is just this wealth of knowledge. And if you just look at her skin, She's amazing. She's freaking amazing. She's had cancer on her nose. She's scraped her face off in a a vehicle accident. And to look at her face, you would never, ever know. She's got some skills, some mad skills. So I wanted to bring her her to you so you can learn about how she has helped herself recover from different things. And she's given you some tips on how to take care of your skin at home. And um, yeah, I think you're going to really enjoy it. It's just a, a little bit of a different bend and uh, it's always fun to share with you what things that wonderful women are doing in the world because you know I we all want to be better we all want to step into our power in a, in a brighter way we all want to have some sort of success in our life be it with our skincare be it with our business be it with our family be with be with it be it with just like living on purpose in our life. And sometimes we don't even know what that is. And taking little steps like um, Dory's going to share with you today, uh, you may find that you're just going to feel better about yourself, which helps you be a better in the world. Like your light is going to shine even brighter because of this story right here. So (laughs) I'm really happy you're here with us. And uh, I look forward to continuing our chats together as we move forward. I'm right on the verge of getting my music and all the intros and all the new stuff for the uh, ultimate biohack for women. So you'll kind of see everything coming more cohesively as we move forward together. So uh, I hope you're having a blessed day, life, and season, and uh, we'll just get rolling here. Enjoy the show. You are listening to Turn Your Soul on Radio. I am your host and visionary doctor, Dr. Brandy Victory, and my mission is to assist high-achieving women in closing the gap between feeling unfulfilled to living a life on fire. It is time, ladies, to champion our own lives and turn ourselves on. This is Living Victoriously, ladies. This is how you turn your soul on. Hello, you gorgeous beings. Uh, You are listening to the ultimate biohack for women. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and I'm so excited to be with you today, bringing you this awesome lady in my life. Her name is Dory Johnson. She's my esthetician. I've been promising you this uh, interview, so it's finally here. All right, Dory, you want to say hello? Hi, my name is Dory Johnson. I'm really excited to be talking with all of you today. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. It's really exciting to be here. I'm uh, personally, I'm just like reeling from a, an incredible acupuncture treatment I just got back from. And uh, so I'm like, oh, I'm all in this woo-woo space. If, do you know Beth Kern? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. She's so amazing. I actually interviewed her about two months ago on, the, on, this, on this show and uh, I see her at least once a month. It's She's like, really interesting. She's so great. Multidimensional. 
she is multidimensional. Yeah. Like sh- today <laughs> I went in there and just going to kind of sidestep for a second. Um, I went in there and, uh, I was like, what did we work on last time? Because I had anxiety after that session. And she was like, well, and so she doesn't ever tell you when she's doing the session. Cause I ask, I'm like, what is this one for? She's like, I'm not going to tell you. Let's wait till next time, you know, cause she doesn't want my head to get in the way. And I'm like, Okay, what did we work on last time? She's like, well, you were in the space where you were having trouble with intuitive eating and um, you were, uh, what else was it? I can't remember what else was going on with me, but, um, and I was like, oh, well, that's better. I'm certainly like my food relationship is so, it's the best it's ever been in my life. Okay. It was like that, that one session. Right. And then she said, yeah. And, and, uh, I gave you a lift so that you could see from a spiritual perspective, your path. And I was like, oh, that's what happened. Because that day I had that last session, I left there and I went to sensual dance, the class I'm going to have you go to with me. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, And at class, it was horrific. I felt so out of my body, totally out of my body. And that's not what you want to be in dance, right? And I had picked a song to dance to that was played in warm-up. And so I I was like, well, they already played it in warm-up. I don't want to dance to that song. And then somebody had mentioned another song. It was called Sippin' on a 40, which is a really hard song. And I've danced to it before, and it was great. And I didn't check in with myself in that moment. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's fine. But I had just had an acupuncture treatment and I didn't check in with myself to feel into is a hardcore song really what I need right now? Is that like where my greatest pleasure is going to be found? I did not question that. It just popped out of my mouth. Yeah, let's do that. And so when the song came on, I was literally thrown around the whole entire room, like literally like, wow, wow, like some entity was inside my body. You know, it was horrible. And I cried and I cried afterwards because I was like, oh, my God, I'm so disembodied. And uh, and I realized after having that conversation with Beth that that was a transformational point in my life. Like that moment was a huge transformational point in my life because since then the embodiment that I have carried has been extraordinarily different than it's ever been in my life. Yeah, it's just so amazing, right? Right. I'm just I'm just sharing that story with you because I just think it's an awesome story and to to know that we as healthcare and and I what you're doing or wellness care and what you do is wellness care. By the way, Dory's my esthetician. If I didn't say that (laughs) yet, Um, and. And when we when we're in the world of helping people be weller, be be heal, if you want to call it a healer, I try not to use that term too much for myself, but I just want to enhance people's vibration. I want to optimize their lives. I want to help people step into something so much greater than they even believe they can, right? And and I just appreciate being able to have this opportunity to have this conversation with you because you've come a long, long way in your journey. And I think it's so important to share this with other with other women so that they too, they too know they can too, right? No matter where you come from. So if you don't mind just sharing with us a little bit about like your history and how you got here and um, I, you just have such a great story. I would just love for you to share that with my, with That's our listeners. You, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Well, how about if I mentioned first when I was growing up, Um, my brother had a poster of Farrah Fawcett on the wall and she was very tan and I admired her and I really wanted to be tan and I used to bleach my hair out and I'm going to go back to all the other things we talk about, but I really wanted to be the tan cool beach chick. And so we would cover record albums with tinfoil and, and iodine and baby oil and 
bake in the sun on the New Jersey shore. So I did get that tan, um, which I'll bring up what happened after that down, down later in this conversation. But my background was photography. I was a professional photographer and photojournalist with OLAC Photography for 18 years and decided to make a career switch. Um, it, it was really scary. It was one of the scariest moves that I made. Um, at age 49, I changed careers and I decided to delve into skincare because luckily at the age of 26, I came across some brilliant skincare people. And I remember Mariana always saying to me in a Greek accent, the first and the last thing people see and remember is your face. So it really matters how you take care of your skin and your face. And so I dived into this career path, really knowing the importance of how we come across to other people. Mm, nice. Not sure where you want me to dip in exactly. Yeah. So, so I just, I just really love the fact that um, your skin looks so amazing. First of all, congratulations on changing a career at 50 or almost 50. That's pretty amazing. And honestly, like when I met you, uh, we were in a networking event and, uh, what really turned me on to you is, first of all, you, your skin is gorgeous. And second of all, you have this, you do your homework. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this girl knows her stuff. She's like into the science and she knows what is in her product and the benefits of her product and she's done her homework. And so I really appreciate that. And that's why I've actually been working with you because the the products that you have are of the highest quality. I can see that after having these conversations with you, I'm like, oh, wow, these are the highest quality products. And um, I would just love to have skin like you. <laughs> so that's Which my... Which blushing at the moment being on, <laughs> being on this. <laughs> awesome. But you didn't start this way, right? Like it didn't just happen. You didn't just put these creams on your face and give yourself a little facial and now you're better. You like have a history with your skin. I would love for you to share a share little bit about yeah. my skin. Um, well, I, I did get really tan, like Farrah Fawcett. I pushed a redhead skin to be really tan. And I also played Ultimate Frisbee competitively. And we live at high altitude, and I was playing six days a week. We have harsh conditions here, high UV, sun 300 days a year, really dry air. And I really wanted to be tan. At the age of 35... I was in LA, Manhattan Beach, where my brother lives. And one day he's looking at me and he said, see that spot on your nose? And I, I had just a little pearl like spot on my nose. And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, you look like a, a witch. And I go, no, I don't. I look kind of cool. And he goes, no, you, you don't. You look like a witch. So I went into the doctor and the doctor said, I really, I really, um, I went to, first to a plastic surgeon and I had them all removed. And I don't know how many of you have dealt with skin cancer, but there's nothing sexy about it. It's incredibly scary. And when the American Medical Association takes over, they don't ask you about your body. They don't ask you to make decisions for yourself. They tell you what's going to happen. And when they tell you you have cancer, I had melanoma. They say it to you, you have cancer and you have the most aggressive kind. I took a breath and I picked up my chair and I slammed it on the floor and started crying. They had already told me that I was going to be in surgery. They were going to remove my nose. 
and they were going to rebuild it two days later. They never asked me if they had permission to do this. So I did some alternative medicine, and I went through most technique with the dermatologist, and I learned about the benefits of skincare then because I got LED light and very good products that helped my nose grow back to look more normal. Wow. And then years later, I was in a car accident and I flew 20 feet out of a moving vehicle and hit my head on the ground and rolled and scraped my face um, pretty, pretty much um, solidly off my nose. Oh my gosh. And again, I had LED light and use products to help get my skin back. Um, When I played Ultimate competitively, we were constantly exposed to the sun. And so I had uh, really a lot of redness, like I do because I blush easily. I had rosacea. I had uneven skin tone. I had um, really solidly developing dark spots. And I started taking care of my skin at age 26. And it's been a been quite a road. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that like they walk in and they say, Hey, can you make me look younger? Can you make me look great instantly? And I, I, I remind them that it's like when you go to the gym, y- you go and you work out and, and you start your training and you don't see anything that night and you don't see anything the next night or the next day. And if you keep going like a week, two weeks later, you still might not see a difference But when you keep up on it, three months later, four months later, you look in the mirror and you say, wow, I really look different. And I can say that after years of taking care of my skin and using great products and treatments, I can see that my skin probably looks better now than it did 10 years ago. Awesome. I love that. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right on. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing that it aged... Was it 35? Age 35, you had 35, cancer? Yeah. 35. And was that a mole on your nose that was just there all your life and then it just turned into cancer or was it something that popped up? No. Um, melanoma doesn't always show up looking like melanoma. Mine looked like part of a pearl. It looked like a white, waxy pearl that didn't look like skin cancer. In fact, one of the dermatologists in Boulder missed it and the plastic surgeon caught it for vanity reasons. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. From sun. So, um, <laughs> an esthetician is, it, we're not allowed to diagnose, but we are one of your first lines of defense mm-hmm. of protecting your skin and also helping uh, prevent um, situations like this. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's interesting because I wasn't raised. I wasn't, my mom doesn't go to estheticians. You know, I wasn't raised within that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but the more I get into my wellness, I'm like, okay, you know, I want to take care of every single part of myself. I do good nutrition. I do great supplementation. I rotate what organ systems I'm working on throughout the year. Like, this is my biohacks for myself, right? I go to acupuncture. I go to the chiropractor. I get massage. I get my eyelashes done. Like, that's all my wellness care. Yes, getting my eyelashes done is wellness care. Thank you very much. <laughs> And 
facials are so important, you know? It's like, oh my gosh, how am I going to take care of my skin? And, and I'm, you know, now I'm living at altitude, right? I'm living at 8,500 feet and I've been there for three years now and I can tell a huge impact on my skin. And I, I just really want to restore that. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to going deeper with my work with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we had talked about is um, uh, the the w- the way we're perceived in the world and how that affects us and what we do as a result of that. Um, do you do you want? Can we have that conversation? Yeah, that conversation <laughs> I had before. Um, Brandy and I were talking before about a, a period of my life where I lived in. Denver and um, the um, there there was a period where people really weren't talking or that friendly and open, and I don't want to bring up every experience here, but people weren't as open. And what I started noticing was, as I was being reflected back to, I began dialing my light down so that I wasn't reflecting as bright. And that meant it showed up that I wasn't um, standing as straight. I wasn't taking care of my body as well. I wasn't eating as well. I wasn't being open to people. Um, I wasn't making eye contact. And I noticed, I didn't notice actually, it happened without me noticing that I was dialing down my light and dimming my inner my inner light. And I think it's really easy for us all to do and not see it happening. And it takes, uh, it takes a lot of guts. I mean, I, I said to Brandy, um, me turning my light back on took more, took more guts than starting a new career Mm. the second time around. I mean, it really, it really did to get me back out there and claiming my voice, claiming my space, claiming my skin claiming who I am. It it really is a choice to turn back on your light. Yes, ma'am. It is. And I appreciate you saying that about how it can go by the, under the radar, right? We're just living our life. And then before you know it, you feel shitty. And it's like, why do I feel shitty? You know, or why do I feel depressed? Or, um, I know a storyline that I actually got into for a while was like, man, I'm just getting older. Maybe this is it. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I really thought, oh, it's just I'm getting older. It, it really doesn't matter now. I can just dial down my light. I mean, what's the old adage? I'm fine, fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and what's the E stand for? Oh, I don't know. But if, you, if someone says, I'm fine, it's a lot of times a translation of being numb. Mm. Because really, we're, it's like a piano. When we're playing just three keys, you hear just three keys of a song, but the life force that we have within us is the whole piano board. It's the high notes, the low notes, the in-between notes, and the mixture of the notes, and then the interaction of other people that we come into contact with and within ourselves that create a higher vibration. Ah, yes, so true, so true. And uh, yeah, so I just, I thank you for bringing light to the world. Like I know that every single time, I don't know about all your patients, but I'm sure, or clients, but I'm sure that when you get your hands on people, you're creating healing, you know, right? You're, you're helping them improve their wellness on multiple levels, not just on their skin level, but on their mental mindset level, on their spiritual level, on their ability to step into something greater in their life, right? Because this is, this is what you bring to life. So thank you. Um, 
also what an esthetician does is looks at a person's whole lifestyle. We look at people's stressors. We look at their sleep. We're looking at medication. We're looking at medication, how it's affecting the skin. We're looking at people's nutrition. So it's, it's really a comprehensive, not being a doctor, but a comprehensive look at a person's lifestyle to help them get more in homeostasis balance because our skin is a reflection of what's going on inside of us. It's our largest organ and our organ is telling everybody what our internal health and state of mind is. So my job is to get to know somebody to help them find balance. That's beautiful. Yeah, and it's amazing because I know with my patients I've seen, and even with myself, like um, I have this little pimple right there. <laughs> That's stress. <laughs> that is stress. And uh, I've been um, going hardcore for the past couple of weeks. I was, I had a, um, I had friends over, and I've been entertaining, and then I've been working hard, and I started a new coaching program, like all this stuff, right? It's, all output, right? It's all adding up and I can see it on my skin, right? Or with my patients that come in with digestive issues, I can see it on their skin. Or even if it's like kidney, I can see certain parts of their face or their intestines. I can start look at certain parts of them like, oh, that's that's a reflection of their intestinal tract or a reflection of their kidneys or a reflection of their liver or whatever. You know, it, it all comes out, right? Or if I put somebody on a cleanse, then often they'll get a breakout in the beginning because it's purging stuff and our skin is a reflection of the inside. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So it's really cool that you do that kind of comprehensive look. And people, people even though they won't say it, they, they do take note of how someone looks. They do, um, I don't want to use the word judge, but they, they add up someone's vitality when they meet them. They're like, wow, does that person look healthy? Does their skin tone look even? Does, you know, and sure, we have acne, we all have acne, we all have dry skins. Each of us has our issue with the skin, but people are reading someone's health by their skin. Um, you know, I, there, I read a funny article and it said it takes a lot of money to have good skin, but it was really about people traveling in certain groups. It's assumed that you should have good skin. It was a complete twist on the scenario. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. An, I should find that article for you. Oh, weird. Yeah, but people really, um, they do notice how someone looks. Um, and good skincare prevents uh, aging as fast as we could in this environment. Thank you. And that's my goal. It's like, stop that aging process. Yeah, high altitude aging. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so what I'm hearing is that there's um, just a lot more to it. And, and I guess what you were saying a minute ago, you weren't saying it does take a lot of money to have good skin care. No. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, I'm not saying it does take money to have a lot of... It, it do, it, I'm not saying it takes a lot of money to have good skin care as much as people that are living in a healthy way almost assume that you'll have good skin. Got it. Right. Yeah. And it does reflect, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever lifestyle you're living. If you're out eating McDonald's every day, it's going to show up on your skin, right? You're not taking care of yourself. You're not exercising. It's going to show up on your skin. If you're not getting sleep, hello, this is me. Um, <laughs> it's going to show up on your skin. <laughs> I know I'm like, oh, wow, I can really feel this. But I know also I can turn it around really fast. You know, now I've got these products I'm picking up from you today. Yay. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and I got back on my green drinks. And I know if I just do like a five-day 
cleanse, it'll just, my skin just, I, that's the first thing people tell me when that, when I do a cleanse, people are like, wow, your skin looks so good, you know? <laughs> and I haven't been hearing that lately. So, <laughs> okay. It's time to do that. Right. Yeah. Isn't it funny? I, I hear that too. Like when I don't hear it for a while, I'm like, I better clean it up. Uh-huh. Sleep more. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that, um, we kind of touched on this a little earlier, but I'd like to kind of bring our conversation back to it is, um, uh, you know, I've been, I've been around a number of women lately, lately who are like in their fifties and sixties and, and it's, it's really people who are starting to, um, maybe retire or, you know, it's about that time when life is starting to change again, right? There's transformation that's happening in their lives. And so many, so, so many have said, yeah, you know what? I just feel irrelevant. I can't say the word, irrelevant. I just feel so irrelevant. And um, I just, I feel for these people because it's, you know, I'm like, wow, what, what does that feel like? You know, I'm thinking, is that going to happen to me when I'm, when I'm 60, you know? And I don't think it does. And, the, and the, the thought that I've kind of brought forth from that was, you know, it feels like these people that are feeling that, I um, mean, and you don't have to be 60 to feel that. I mean, I've heard other people say that too. Like they don't feel like they matter or they don't belong or um, they don't feel they don't feel seen. Yeah, they don't feel seen or what they don't trust or feel confident that they have any unique light to bring to the world. So they're just kind of bland themselves out like we were talking about earlier. You just kind of dim yourself down because you don't trust that that's there for you. Um, yeah, but I, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I was just curious what your thoughts were on how um, how having purpose relates to looking like you have good or having good skin. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I am not full. Um, so if we're, if we have a purpose in our life, there's a level of vitality that expresses through our body and our organs and our skin. Like I'm, I'm on fire right now in my life, even though I need some sleep, like I'm right, right. freaking on fire and I can see it when I look in the mirror, I'm like, Whoa, you know, radiating. Right. Or, and I know I've been in places like when I had depression and I was suicidal, I was not radiating anything. And I didn't know what my purpose was. And I didn't know, I didn't even think that my life mattered. I think everybody would be better off if I were dead. Like that was really where my mindset was. And so there was this darkness upon my skin. Does that make sense? And now I'm in this different place and I feel like it changes the way my skin looks. Do you have any feedback on that? I think for myself, one of the the greatest gifts I have with my job and, and one of the most important things to me is, is connecting with other people. Um, I think when we connect with other people, we light up and get new ideas. And when we come together through communication, we get brighter ideas. (laughs) I don't know if I should tell you my funny idea. When Brandy asked me to do this interview, I got this really funny idea. Um, I saw Scott and Scott was bragging to me at the coffee shop that he had such a great voice and he does have a deep voice. And I said, Scott, you need to read erotica to women online. And he goes, what radio will hire me to do that? And I said, I bet you, since they're looking for content, you should do Scott's erotica on the radio. And he lit up, I lit up. And it was through communication that we made a brighter idea together. And I think by creating more connection, community, and people really need to be touched. 
I see it in the skincare. I see it in the treatments where people really want to work on their skin, but they love the massage, the lymphatic drainage. They love the lovingness that comes through skincare. Um, There is a sense of self-love by taking care of your skin or yourself or having treatments because you're saying, I recognize my beauty as well as I'm honoring my temple, you know, as, and I don't speak in temple terms, but you really are honoring your temple. Yeah. I mean, this is the one we have. Scott's erotica. Now I'm going to tell you what, he could start a podcast and I am sure that I could send some listeners his way. (laughs) I would listen to that. (laughs) Oh my God. Let him know. If he needs some help setting up a podcast, I will be happy to do that. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Fabulous. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners about maybe how they can take care of their skin at home? And um, I know we've touched on a lot of things already, but... Um, Well, I could talk to you about weird questions I get. I could talk to you about the biggest tip that I think is out there. I could talk to you about over-the-counter versus all of it. Yeah, go for Um, it. You know, the beauty industry is a billion-dollar industry. It's so seductive. I'm even seduced by it. I mean, I, I see what's out there and I'm like, I want that. That'll make me look instantly great. And often because we're being bombarded by the media, the media is always telling us we need to be thinner, we need to be tanner, we need to be more cut, carved, this, that. We need to be perfect. So the media tells us. And clients walk in my door and they say, here's all my products. I bought them on a whim. I wasn't feeling good about myself or I thought this would help. And they show me grocery bags of products. And I tell them, you know, a peptide cost $3,400 a drop. A peptide is an amino acid. We're made up of amino acids in the human body. Victoria Deanne, the line that I carry is the only patented peptide created by the chemist, Dean Victor. So if you're buying something over the counter, I doubt it has very much peptide or active ingredient in it, or it would cost a whole lot more at that price point. Um, So people get really seduced by what's over the counter or they go online. And the problem with buying online products is, and I'm not going to say which company, but you don't know if those products are really the products they say they are, and you don't know how long they've been sitting on the shelf. Because you really want to get fresh products that are still active and actively affecting a change in your skin. Um, That's something that uh, floors me a lot with how people go about getting their products. Um, I tell people the biggest anti-aging tool out there is sunblock. Sunblock and nutrition. Do you have a preference as to what kind of sunblock? I do. Mm. Um, So sunblock comes physical or chemical. Physical creates a barrier between you and the sun, zinc oxide, titanium oxide. It creates a barrier. But the problem is it's often white, and it makes people look like this ghost expression, like ghost-covered face. I carry Jan Marini tinted sunblock, and it's tinted so it looks like a very light finish on your skin, so it looks like you're wearing light makeup. I know. And a lot of people find themselves not needing or wanting makeup because of their sunblock. Mm. It also isn't a chemical, so it's not absorbing into your skin. But sometimes we do need to you know, use the chemical sunblock. There's times I've had to grab it because it's what's around me at that point. 
I also remind people that sunblock only lasts for about 90 to 100 minutes. There is no SPF. Just because an SPF is higher doesn't mean it lasts longer. It just means it has a broader spectrum uh-huh. coverage. Interesting. So that's why people are still getting sunburn. Mm. Um, do you want me to tell any other tips? Or? Yeah, go for okay. it. <laughs> um, Brandy and I were talking about before... Um, I get a lot of weird questions uh, and a lot of uh, really kooky questions, which I appreciate because every weird question that I get makes me have to research things and and delve further into um, understanding things. But one of the most common things people ask me is, is it all organic? Mm. Are your products organic? And I, I tell them, you know, I eat organic. My dog and cats eat, well, my cats don't, but my dog eats organic. I really pay attention to what I put in my body. And the FDA, I think, is still tracking if food is organic. I don't know if they are at this point. But the FDA isn't tracking cosmeceuticals. There isn't the same adherence to rules with the FDA and cosmeceuticals. So a company can say it's organic, but it's not. So the best example I have to explain this is take an organic apple and grind it up and put it in a jar and put the lid on and then put it on your face and then do it the next day and the next day. And by the third day, you probably have a moldy, yucky jar full of mush. It's organic, but it's not, it's not staying fresh. So there has to be some form of preservative and in the lowest amount possible with Victoria Deanne. Jan Marini does use preservative too, but they use as little as possible. Um, yeah, I think you had sent me some information on one of the products, and it said something about um, this ingredient that was like point zero zero four percent of the whole product. And I'm like, chemist. well, that's pretty low. Yeah. I mean, come on, you're breathing air. You're getting more chemicals breathing air than it's what's in your skin product here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I tell people really, really pay attention to their their uh, sunblock. And a lot of people think that if they use moisturizer, it fixes all their problems. But moisturizer is often blocking elements from getting in. But you need to also be nourishing what's underneath the moisturizer. So the moisturizer is blocking from the outside and holding moisture in. But what if you have no moisture in your skin? And that's where peptide serums come in. They're going back and correcting. So as we get older and our mitochondria breaks down and we're losing our production of collagen and elastin, our body has to have the switch in our cells turned back on. That means that we have to create an amino peptide change that gives a message to your cell that says, hey, you need to create hyaluronic. Hey, let's create more collagen. Hey, let's create more elastin. And that steadily declines after the age of 22. Mm. So with the peptides, we turn that back on. So we're doing corrective work from the inside while moisturizing from the outside and protecting with SPF. Sure. So it's like taking a vitamin pill for your skin and drinking a lot of water. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're going at all different angles From in. Inside out, outside in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. So use your sunblock, ladies. You don't want to have cancer on your nose and have to go into a different business when you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what got me into the business. Well, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
skin cancer, off all the things that I, I seem to be the walking advertisement for being a redhead that had a lot of sun. Uh, yes, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Well, your skin looks amazing. Yeah. And I appreciate what you bring to life. I know we're kind of just getting to know each other, but um, I, I can see the spirit that you bring and I appreciate that. And uh, it's exciting to be able to share this with my, my listeners. And um, yeah, I know you have a a little fun nutrition party that's coming up. And I'm not, it's not me. I'm not doing the nutrition part. Um, but it's how nutrition affects your skin. So uh, if you're in the Boulder area or you want to take a trip, <laughs> this will be offered on Wednesday, September 18th from 5 to 7. And you'll get samples of skincare, uh, but, you should, but you'll, there'll also be an educator there. Her name's Susan Wade. And she will be talking about how nutrition affects your skin. So, um, you know, this is this is a this is next level stuff. This is biohacking a woman's yeah. way, right? Yes. Yeah, fascinating, and she's a great talker, and she's a guru. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. Awesome, awesome. So I'm going to be there, and if you want to join us, well, you're welcome to. I will have a link to this um, on the show notes page as well, and uh, yeah, we'll make sure you get all the information that you need. Is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with? Uh, it's really important to. Pay attention to the season that you're in when you're taking care of your skin. As we move into the fall, up your moisturizer, but still use your sunblock. And come see Skincare with Dory. I would love to see you in my office. Right on, right on. Yeah, and then um, before we go, uh, one of the things I always ask, and I think we already know the answer to yours, but you may have something else. Um, I always ask, what is the number one biohack that you do for yourself on a regular basis? Or I can ask that another way. What's the number one thing that you do for yourself to enhance and optimize your well-being and your vitality? I think I have a number of, of hacks. Um, I love to dance. Oh, yes. I dance. Um, I dance. I pre-visualize what I want to manifest things. Um, I really need a lot of um, touch mm. and connecting with animals and nature. What else? A lot of, yeah, it's a lot of movement for me. Yeah, I think I I even think meditation, like the screaming meditation is good too. It's another biohack. Mm. I need to tell you about that one. That's a huge one. Now, so I'm curious, like the touch piece, I think that's so vital for all of us. And I, I know for myself, I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you were telling me, you were just saying how much people like the, just the touch, not just necessarily getting their skin worked on, but the touch, the massage, the facial, right? And I, I feel that in my own work when I get my hands on people. Like if I'm doing straight chiropractic, I can like, I'm not that I would ever do this, but I could do this in my sleep. You know, I'm like, I, you laid on my table. I could, I could already know what I need to adjust because I've just done this for a very long time. I don't need to necessarily touch and figure it all out. I got it figured out so quickly. However, I do go through that process every single time. Number one, to keep myself honest, I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. But for the most part, I'm doing that for the patient because they soak it up. I mean, just touching them like this, they're just like, uh, I'm not even doing anything but putting my fingers Our on you. Our society has become so digital and disconnected. People are craving sensory experience of touch, smells, aromatherapy, voices, connection. I mean, it, we're human. We need tactile, physical connection. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And all our senses need more vivid life. Mm, love that. Yeah, love that. So how do you ensure that you get touch? Um, friends, hugging, lovers, massage, my dog, my cats. Mm. I mean, really making an effort to touch people. Okay. Yeah, it does take effort, right? I know for me, because when I get in my mode of do um, and disconnection, I will disconnect from everyone. And I'll just be in my own little hidey hole doing my thing. And then before I know it, I'm feeling funky because I haven't been <laughs> connecting with other people, right? But it's, it is. It's an effort. It, it, you have to make it a practice, right? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, all I right. I think that's why hairdressers do so well. Uh, yeah, touching people's scalps. Mm, good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, so go get your hair done. <laughs> go get your skin did. <laughs> go put your sunblock on. <laughs> And hack your way to a healthy you. All right, ladies, I'm going to jump off here. Um, Thank you for listening in, and uh, I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Turn Your Soul on Radio. If you're finding yourself living a more inspired life because of this show, help spread the light. Share this episode with every woman you know looking to live their lives a little more on fire. I'd also be grateful if you headed over to iTunes and left a heartfelt review, which really helps the growth of the show. I'd also like to invite you to deepen your connection with our community by joining our private Facebook group, Turn Your Soul On. And if you have any other questions, feel free to shoot us an email at admin at drbrandyvictory.com. Thanks so much for being here today, and I'll talk to you next time. May your soul be turned on. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor, and the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.